Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me on the Global Detection Adventures Radio Podcast. This is a big day, a lot of big stuff coming in today. So what I want to do is I'm going to go ahead and we're going to just uh, play the music in the background because there is so much going on. I can't really just, uh, you know, uh, sit here and... uh, keep doing anything. Uh, I want to thank you first and foremost for coming in and listening to the podcast. Uh, There is a lot of stuff going on today. We got uh, XP Gary coming into the show and we're going to be talking about the brand new metal detector that they've got out on the uh, market right now. Uh, And we're going to be uh, talking with Kevin Whitmore as well. And both of them are going to be talking about the XP orc uh so we will see exactly uh how it is and exactly what it does we'll also be talking about a couple other things as well uh but first and foremost i want to go ahead and give us uh some news and information uh gda is going through a big change in the next couple days uh be sure to keep your eye out for this one global detection adventures will cease to exist That is correct. You actually just heard this from me. Global Detection Adventures will cease to exist. The newest thing that we are doing right now, we are starting brand new from scratch. This is going to be called the Global Discovery Adventures. Uh, We're concentrating on everything that is discovery no matter what kind of metal detector you happen to use, where you happen to be, or what it is you discovered, we want to talk about it, and this is going to be a great way for us to do it. If you're in Australia and you're looking for gold, that'd be something that we'd really love to talk about. If you're diving, looking for treasures, that's another thing that we'd love to talk about. Uh, if you think that the pyramids were built by aliens, Well, we might not want to talk with you, but you're welcome to come in and give us a chat. This is one of those things that uh, is really good. We got some great guests coming up in the course of the next several months. Uh, Expect some guests from uh, Oak Island uh, coming in. Uh, There's some big news coming from them as well. Uh, People just like uh, XP Gary coming on. We got the people, um, you know, who were around when the horde was found last Saturday, almost a week ago today. And uh, they're going to be coming in and talking about everything that they saw as well. This is going to be a great show. We got a whole lot of big names coming in to talk with us. Uh, So make sure you come in and give us a talk and give us a listen every time we come live on the air. Uh, Now, what I want to do is I want to go ahead and uh, introduce you to somebody who I know extremely well. Um, The one of the uh, (laughs) he is probably the English representative for XP metal detectors out of the UK. Uh, Now, he has um, been uh, in touch with me for quite a while. He's a good friend of mine. We do we go back a couple years, uh, but uh, we want to talk with him and find out what's going on with the ORC, uh, the ORX, and find out exactly what's going on. I want to introduce you guys to uh, XP Gary out of the UK. How are you doing, Gary? Hi, Lance. I'm very good, thank you. And yourself? Ah, doing a lot better. It's been a, a great month so far. Uh, finally got uh, the doctors okay to get back out and go hunting again, which is big news for me. 
fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> let's see some of those finds coming up, mate. <laughs> I've still got my last silver coin sitting here in a case, and I'm just staring at it every time I come up and do the show. And uh, got to go out and get me another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're addictive, aren't they? Yeah, they I'm really a bit are. of a dry run of silver at the moment. It's oh. just not happening. Oh, really? Now, yeah. uh, now I do want to talk with you. You got some big news. You were out uh, digging at, a, at an event in Spain. How is that going? It was in Italy. It was oh. San Marino in Italy. Yeah, oh, that's that's right. How did it? I, I think I got San Marino, and I was thinking Spain. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's easily done. Um, yeah, I think there might be a San Marino in Spain. Not sure, Most but likely. um, San Tropez, where's that? Yeah, um, <laughs> brilliant. It was a real blast. It it was great energy. You know, lots of people just enjoying some wine and some food and just throwing a bit of detecting into the um, game. It was brilliant. Really good. Oh, that's great! Now, how was it? How was the weather out there? Was everything just holding up really good for you while you were out on the hunt? Yeah, it, it rained the the day before, and everyone was getting a little bit twitchy. But oh. on the day of detecting, it was blue skies and brilliant sunshine. I didn't manage to get any detecting done. I was just cruising around, talking to people, and just generally working you know uh doesn't that doesn't it's just horrible seeing everybody out there having fun and you gotta work do you know what people don't realize you might you might be filming for six hours in a day just to get like 12 minutes footage well yeah. you know you've done it yeah. with your detecting videos yeah. you you just got to get as much footage as you can in the time given because you don't want to get home and think, do you know what? I wish I'd have spent more time filming. So. It's exactly that way. It's, and a lot of people don't realize that because it does take a lot of footage just to get those 20 seconds that uh, are entertaining. Absolutely. And that video we've just uploaded on the XP YouTube channel where oh. I'm talking to Gary Cook in the UK at the Detectorville. Mm. I mean, I think I think it was six hours editing that. It took me almost oh, a full geez. day just to get it right. Oh, jeez. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> I know. But it's addictive. Once you start cutting and pasting, it gets addictive. <laughs> the trouble is what I'm finding now with um, editing 4K video, although my computer is quite a monster, um, when I turn the computer on, the National Grid phone me up and say, have you got a cannabis farm going? I say, no, it's my computer, which is sucking all the power. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, editing the 4K, I've got nine nine fans running in on the computer, and I've also got a cold air fan oh. blowing under the desk just to keep it all calm. It's, oh. it's, People don't realize, you know, video editing, you just can't do it on your average computer. You really need something with a bit of guts to it. Yeah, I'm using I'm using a, uh, a Mac uh, for all my editing. And uh, even on 4K, it really does. It pushes it to the very limits that it can run. Um, it does get extremely hot by the end of the uh, rendering process. Yeah, I think I'm going to go back to 1080p from now on. That's just too much. But anyway, let's talk about metal detectors. Yeah, let's find out. Uh, now, uh, how did it go out there in Spain? What kind of things were popping up out of the ground while you were out there? Um, don't know about Spain. It was Italy. Uh, Italy. <laughs> right. No, the whole thing about the um, Italian rallies and, and rallies across Spain, Italy, Portugal, detecting is not really allowed. So it's a token hunt. 
Oh. So the guy, the guys are bear, bearing like hundreds of tokens on this small plot of land, mm. and you've got to go out there and find twenty tokens in the quickest time possible. Once you've found your twenty tokens, you've got to sprint back to the check-in desk, have your tokens counted, and have your time written down. And obviously, the the one who finds the twenty tokens in the fastest time is the winner. But this is just a small part of it. There's actually nine rounds to this championship all over Italy. So the the winner over the most points, shall I say, over the nine rounds wins a, a massive, great trophy. I think it's about four or five foot tall. I don't know, but oh, um, yeah. So it's, it's good. It's totally different way to detect him. But the the thing what really made me laugh is because it's a speed hunt and people were using anything to dig with spades, pickaxes. They were just ripping it up. <laughs> they they didn't have time to fill the holes in. Oh so, no! You know, on several occasions, I, I only got one on camera, but on several occasions there was guys competing against each other. And they've almost found their 20 tokens all at the same time. And they're all sprinting back to the checking desk. And it's like the Battle of the Somme. There's open holes everywhere. And these people were just face planting. You know, it's, <laughs> it's dangerous, but funny in the other sense. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. I've never heard of some kind of a speed metal detecting round like that. That does sound like a little bit of fun. Um, now, you were out there representing uh, XP out there. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, exactly what what kind of work besides filming were you actually doing out there other other than filming? We already covered that enough. Okay, well, our um, our importer for Italy is EB Electronica. I went and visited their shop and just generally talked about how we could help them in the future and suggestions and just got their f- general feedback from their clients and their mm. customers. And this is why it's always good to go to these events because – you speak to the people firsthand, you know, the Deus users and the ORX users. So you, I was kind of the man on the ground and just, just speaking to these people. And it pays off dividends because you, you get some good ideas for the future. And you can also answer people's questions, although, you know, some of them may be really, really simple questions. You put, put the answers in simple terms and they're up and running, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Now, kind of switching gears, I've been hearing rumors of uh, possibly a new detector coming out from XP pretty soon. Uh, Can you share anything with us? Yeah, there is something happening for sure. You know, there's there's some new machines in the pipeline, Uh but at the moment... I can't say because honestly, Lance, I don't know when they they're going to be released. I don't even know how far ahead they are with the development. So I've no idea. All I know is they're going to keep the XP Deus in the running, so they're going to keep selling that. That's still going to be oh, of course runner. Um, I believe there is going to be a machine above the Deus and below the Deus. So at least two more machines coming out. Oh, that's fantastic. Now, the uh, Aura X is out. Um, how is that being received uh, around everywhere? Overseas, where I say um, Russia, China, Germany, I think it, it took off really far. Of course, France. In the beginning, it took off 
straight away. You know, we, we just couldn't keep up with demand. Mm. In the UK, it has been a little slow, but it's really gained momentum now. We're flying along, and thanks to the guys um, who are helping with this project, you know, the guys over at the ORX forum on the Facebook page, um, Graham and Kev, and they're a great bunch. And, yeah, things are really moving now, so that's I'm, good. I'm pleased with it. That's, that's wonderful. I, it's it's one of those machines. I'd love to actually see it uh, in action. Um, haven't been able to see it myself being out of, uh, you know, not being able to metal detect since August of last year. So we'll see. Maybe I got uh, I got a friend that's in the market for one. Maybe I can talk him into getting one. <laughs> now it's, it's, it's such a simple machine to use, Lance. You literally just switch it on and go, which it's not done me any favors because – how many videos can you do on a machine you switch on and go, basically? <laughs> yeah, um, that's very true. <laughs> I covered it in the first four videos, I think. But hopefully tomorrow I'm going to get out with the guys and I might put that little elliptical coil on and do a do a video with that. Now, right after you, we do have Kevin uh, coming on to the show. Uh, he's going to be talking about it as well. I mean, Kevin Whitmore. He's going to be talking uh-huh. about the ORX as well. So uh, I'm, I'd love to actually get uh, talk with him and find out exactly how it is uh, for uh, somebody that's actually on the ground. Um, now, with uh, the detectable coming and gone and everything that happened out there last weekend, um, did you see exactly what came up out of the ground while it was going on? Well, I was in Italy, and um, the way we'd done the video is I I chopped backwards and forwards from Italy to Detectorville because Gary Cook was covering Detectorville. I was covering Italy, and we were, like, chopping backwards and forwards and doing our pieces to camera, and then I got a phone call, and he said, my God, you're not going to believe this, man. <laughs> the, the yellow stuff's coming up. There's... 10 gold nobles and you yeah. think yeah really come on mate it's yeah. <laughs> yeah i know you wanted to come to italy but there's no point winding me up and he's like no <laughs> seriously it's it's happening so um yeah then it moved really really quick they, i think the last count there was 10 gold coins and about six seven hundred hammered coins so it was on an estate, and I think the estate manager's security kind of said, yeah, no filming, guys. We want to keep this low-key until we know exactly what we're doing. So I think some people managed to film it, but um, that's all I know. I suppose it'll all come out in the next few days exactly how many have been found once the museum's got hold of it and done their final count-up. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things. As far as I know, last time we did the live show was on uh, Monday, and they were still digging it up. We had uh, Peter from uh, he was out there as well, and they were still you know they were still digging it up straight out of the ground. And I think he told us there was between five and six hundred at that point, and still going. Wow, what yeah. a find! Yeah, it definitely is. And being at such a big uh, metal detecting uh, detectable like that, it's a great thing. It is, and it it just makes you think that us guys as detectorists, we're we're all out there, we're all doing exactly the same thing, we're swinging, we're digging, (laughs) we're walking, and it's just pure luck. If the gods are smiling on you, that's your turn, buddy, you know? It's exactly what it is, it truly is. Um, Yeah, yeah, so... uh, 
Now, the Rodney Cook Memorial, what can you tell us uh, about that? And um, I want to keep mentioning it on the show uh, and keep, um, you know, doing some uh, plugs for it as well. Um, we do have possibly uh, a doctor coming on as well to talk about it uh, from uh, the cancer charity. Uh, but mm -hmm. uh, we'll find out more about that next week. Uh, we're still waiting on a reply on that. So what can you tell us about the uh, Rodney Cook Memorial that, uh, Hunt? Jim Elbrook, Lance, that, that is my highlight of the year. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that, Rodney Cook, because last year it was just a great sense of camaraderie. There was no machine bashing. There was no my machine's better than yours. It was just like the old days, you know, you're out detecting. You had a detector, but that was purely a tool to use. It wasn't a status symbol like it tends to be at some of these big events. Yeah. So, you know... As a cancer survivor myself, it was great to go there and just help the charity out. And and whenever it comes to those sort of charities, I'm always there. I'm always on the front line and doing what I can. And, and Cookie, as you know, he's a brilliant guy. He's my best mate and fair play to him. I didn't, when he started talking about it, I thought, Gaz, do you realise how much work a is involved with making a rally of like this because yeah. we done the XP rally in 2016 and it took six months planning and um, yeah you know I had a ponytail before I started that rally and I got no hair <laughs> afterwards so that's what it does to you so I just sort of kindly gently said to him you know do you know how much work's involved and he said yeah I've got a good team behind me we'll do it and he was dead right. He had a brilliant team behind him. It was like a military operation on the day, and everyone just come away smiling. We got beaten up by the weather, but it was just a fantastic event. And do you know what? That's the one I'm looking forward to this year, because purely because the camaraderie and it's a chilled rally, you know? Yeah, definitely. And we, do, we are going to be plugging this quite a bit, because this is something that... Um, is near and dear to my heart as well. I mean, both my grandmother and my grandfather both died of cancer. And uh, we're going to be plugging this as much as possible. Make sure that you guys check it out. Uh, we will be uh, talking um, on the, I believe, the next live discussion on uh, April 19th, more about the, um, the Rodney Cook Memorial Hunt. And we'll have Gary Cook on that show as well. Absolutely. It, it doesn't even need plug-in, you know. It doesn't need selling because this one's just going to sell out. It, it's one of those rallies where the hotels already are filling up. I know the hotel I booked is filled up already. Mm. Um, I've just got a text from Todd Roy and Dave D. They want to come over, so that'll be good. Oh, that'll be fantastic. Yeah. I'd better get the house tidied up because I guess they're going to be staying in my spare rooms. It's, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, with those two, you know it's going to be a laugh. <laughs> it is going to be a great laugh, and like I say, I'm looking forward to it. And the, of course, the other rally you've got Detectorville, which yep. is in. It's the week after Cookies Rally, so it's going to be quite a hectic couple of weeks, really. Yeah, Detectors Detectorville's a great event because there's lots of trade stands there. It's a great event for the public. Um, yeah, really looking forward to that. But. Um, you know, it's it's a lot of people, Detectorville. It's hard to keep 
everything together when there's sort of so many people coming on the, the XP stand um, wanting to talk XPs. It really is a hard work, hard work. You earn your money on those sort of rallies. But at the Cookies Rally, there's going to be no stand. I'm just going there with my detector and I'm just going to talk to the guys in the field and try and have fun, you know? Yeah, that's all you need to do. That's one of the yeah. best ways to do this. Mm. Share the love for the hobby with the hobbyists. That's right. That's absolutely right. Yeah, I'm going to so, be trying to, hopefully, I'm crossing my fingers and toes, trying to get out to Detectable in September. So hopefully uh, I'll be out there. And I'm hoping to actually finally get to meet you in person, finally. Oh, that'd be brilliant. That'd be brilliant. Unless you're in the Netherlands next week. I'm going to the Netherlands on a, an event next week. Yeah, unfortunately, I unfortunately started a new job on uh, last week. And uh, so trying to get time off right now is kind of a pain. But uh, loving the job, but uh, just unfortunately, I don't have as much time as I used to have. That's the trouble with work, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Working on my retirement, so hopefully I'll be able to do this on my own. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if the knees hold up. Yeah, that's the problem. I have to retire because of the knees. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's uh, that's going to be a really great uh, hunt. Make sure you guys check it out. Where can they find out more information about the Rodney Cook Memorial? Um, Facebook really. Um, Cookie's got his XP Adventures Facebook page. Um, I think he's going to be posting on the XP Team USA pages. So he's floating around everywhere. I, I don't know if they've got a website up. I'll have to check. But um, yeah, it, there's plenty of ways to find out. Yeah, it's just, only just been announced, really. Yeah, just uh, do a search on uh, Facebook for Rodney Cook Memorial Charity. And uh, you'll find the hunt right there, right on top. So it's yeah, a really be quick, one. guys. Now, uh, it, what's going on with uh, XP coming up uh, this year? Uh, what kind of big events you guys got uh, in the pipeline? Okay, I'm off to the Netherlands next week for for a little event there, and I think I'm going to the Czech Republic in May. There's an event there. Cool. Um, That's close by to me. Is it? Well, yeah, hop over. <laughs> I might just. <laughs> yeah, now this Brexit's been postponed and um, I'm having speech therapy next week. Um, <laughs> yeah, should be able to travel overseas without too much problem. I was getting a bit nervous because you hear a lot of rumours about if Brexit happens, you're going to need special visas to travel. Yeah. And I'm thinking, mm, do I book in rallies for, until we know what we're doing? It's yeah. a difficult one, but I think... I think it's all a lot of scaremongering. So, yeah, yeah we'll see. I'm, apparently, we're talking about going over to the USA this year as well. Oh, joy. To, um, one of the major events. I've got to speak to Dave and the guys about that. And possibly China. I've got to try and get some dates fixed up. I was going to go and visit some of our dealers in China because we've got quite a few out there. Wow. So, it's, it's moving along really really fast you know it's, it's a job to keep up with it sometimes <laughs> definitely will be now for those uh listeners that we have in the united states if you don't know there is the xp team usa uh you can find them on youtube they also have their own podcast make sure you tune in and give them a, uh some love and support as well uh, a great bunch of guys dave d was my former host a good friend of mine and uh they started the xp team usa and uh their videos are great does xp does the team have anything coming up anytime soon 
Yeah, we're trying to do some regular videos. We've just released um, a show last week. Um, we're just trying to release uh, regular videos. What's the next one? I think Dave D's got one in the pipeline. So the guys in the US do all their filming and send it to Dave. And then mm -hmm. Dave sends all the, the video clips over to the UK where <laughs> Stuart Mina, our cameraman who does all the XP videos, he does all the editing and puts it all together. And then it goes to the show. So it goes into quite a big mixing bowl before it comes out the other end. But, <laughs> but you can tell by the videos, they're, they're pretty well polished. But the hard bit is, Lance, is getting everyone to maintain the quality, you know, the yeah. audio quality, the, the video quality, because not everyone's got state-of-the-art um, wireless microphones and 4K cameras. Some of them are doing it on their phones. So. Yeah. We really have to pick and choose what we use. But the guys out there are doing a fantastic job. Um, I'm just surprised it's coming out so good, to be fair with you. You know, it's, it's been a it's been a great journey, and I'm, I'm looking forward to the future. Yeah, I really love watching the videos. I really love seeing it. And watching Dave and his team just kind of get bigger and bigger, it's just been really exciting for me. It was one thing that I really did love seeing, and uh, it was great on him. So uh, I'm thankful that he was able to do what he really truly wanted to do um now is there anything else that you'd like to plug uh for xp coming up uh and how can they locate xp online in their in their respective countries i guess that's right if they go on the xp website there's um a tab at the top which says dealers and there's a drop down link and it it shows our distributors throughout the world really mm. um always a google search crops up something um local magazines we advertise in the magazines so xp is really not a hard company to find as you know there's loads of tuitional videos out there you've got the official xp youtube channel then you've got my own personal youtube channel which is called the metal detector skill school i've got loads of xp and orx tuitional videos out there um apologies in advance i'm not a lucky detectorist so if you tune in expecting to find see me find gold and silver it's just not going to happen i tend to concentrate more on the technical side of detecting you know to help people out with their xp products so we've got that going of course we've got the the usa show which we we try and keep the content on that or we try and keep it freshened up regularly so we change the formats on a regular basis just to keep it you know looking modern so mm -hmm. we're trying all different things at the moment lance you know and it's it's working well so if anyone's got any xp stories they want to send to me for the blog or the facebook page just drop me an email it's gary at xpmetaldetectors.com yeah, that's fantastic. Now, definitely look for the dealers that are located next to you. Uh, make sure that they're authorized dealers for the uh, XP Deus or whatever XP machine that you want. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's going to be a lot better for yourselves. And also, don't forget, we got an MI6 giveaway going on right now. Um, so there are two ways that you can actually uh, make uh, a bid and get yourself into the drawing for it you can first uh, go over and uh, like the uh, team usa um, 
page, I believe it is. Uh, I know Luke's going to yell at me, my producer. He's going to yell at me in just a second. Uh, but you can also give a hashtag MI-6 on the live chat and uh, register to get an XP MI-6 pinpointer. Uh, so that's going to be uh, something fantastic. Now, we did have one question. Um, uh, where exactly? It just disappeared. <laughs> Uh, there it. Uh, one of the guys was talking about when he was out metal detecting, uh, using the light version. Uh, the XP Deus loves Coke cans. I believe cans is what he's talking about. He says Coke, uh, in the light version. How can what can he do to avoid uh, the bogus signals with uh, I guess cans? Yeah, I think Lance, if he's referring to Coke. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, it's yeah. The, yeah, oh yeah, hot stone, the the, the stone type, the coal. You know. Yeah, comes yeah. up about twenty six. I uh, wouldn't have thought he'd be re- referring to coke cans or yeah, just <laughs> up your nose. I'm pretty sure it'll be the the rock. Um, that's a really difficult one if you've got a Deus light setup because you've got no visual identification there. Um, no, the only real thing you can do is sort of discriminate it out. Um, Coke comes in at about 26 on the ID range, but the trade-off with discriminating Coke out is you, there's a good chance you're going to miss small gold and small yeah. silver. So yeah. I'm afraid if you haven't got the target ID, as in the controller, that's going to be a real tough one to eliminate. Yeah, that's one of those things. Uh, I, every time I uh, I've gotten Coke, I used to I just always refer to them as Hot Rocks because they just always ding every time I go over them. Uh, but every time I hit the Coke over here, I'm always digging it up because it's one of those signals that uh, by the tone itself. Um, and when I use the XP Deus, and I know Gary that you uh, really recommended this as well, uh, use the tones. Don't rely so much on the VDI number when using the XP Deus. Uh, and that Coke really does give a really good signal. And um, so I'm always digging it up just in case. Well, my sonar program, which is the latest program, which I've, I've um, put out there on videos, mm-hmm. that's a really good program. And the reason why I know it's a really good program is because it hits hard on Coke. Now, Coke comes in at 26 on the target ID, around 26. Wet Coke comes in at all sorts of um, ranges, but 26 is your gold earrings, your little gold coins on edge, your little silver coins on edge. They can come in as low as 26. So if, you, if you're going to reject 26 to eliminate Coke, just think what else you're missing. And a point you touched on a minute ago, Coke, Hot Rock, they're two totally different things. Coke is a, like a coal off the steam plows or whatever uh-huh. and that's rejected using discrimination hot rock is a solid rock it's a natural stone and that can only be rejected using ground balance so they're two totally different ends of the scale huh. and that's weird i didn't actually even know that see i just learned something brand new today and uh so i know the difference between coke and hot rock now <laughs> I see it's, it's an easy one to sort of get confused with because we just refer to it as the same thing, but it's actually very, very different. 
Uh-huh. Um, if you're searching for gold in the gold fields in Australia or in the mountains, hot rock is all over the place. You oh, know, wow. it's really difficult to get rid of it because you have to use a lower ground balance to combat the mineralized soil. And uh-huh. of course, that allows hot rock through. If you use your dais on the factory preset settings, like 88 or 90, you wouldn't even know hot rock existed. But you start dropping it down around the 86, 85, you're going to know how much hot rock you've got on your field. It gives a totally different sound to like a coin. Sometimes you get a signal and it it almost reverses where the coins, the coils over the top of the target, it goes negative. You've probably had that a few times. You think, what's that all about? And that is actually the signal from Hot Rock. Huh. Yeah, that's uh, that's actually really <laughs> something brand new to me. And I'm really actually glad that I know that now. Now I know what I'm looking at because I get that so many times when I'm digging holes and I just can't find that one thing that I'm looking for. Yeah. Now yeah. I know. So this is why we say to people, look, if you don't fully understand ground balance and if your soil conditions don't warrant ground balance, don't go below 88 because you're Mm. just going to be introducing hot rocks. You're going to make the coil too hot. It's going to be firing off all the time. So, you know, it's I just keep saying about this ground balance because I keep seeing people messing it up, you know, getting it wrong. And you don't need to really use will lower the ground balance when you're searching inland in the UK. You know, overseas maybe when you've got really highly mineralized ground, but most of the time inland you don't need to touch it, and that's why the factory presets 88 to 90. And that does work for me over here with the XP Deus. When I'm using the Rudis, I do have to ground balance because we are extremely high mineralization in the ground, but the 88 to 90 on the XP Deus does work extremely well for me over here in Germany. Yeah, does your, the mineralization bar go up in, on your ground? Yeah. yeah, it does. It does. But it's never been high enough where I've had to rebalance the whole thing. Right. I just leave okay. it right on the right on those settings and I can just keep going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Different machines require a different ground balance yeah. setting because yeah. they're all set up differently. Mm-hmm. There's not one generic way to set up a metal detector. It's just the dais has got a really fine ground balance adjustment and you kind of need to understand ground balance pretty well before you can start playing with it although if you're in program number 10 goldfield or the orx programs one or two which is the gold program as well mm-hmm. you need to get a ground balance with those programs which you just pump the coil a couple of times and press the pinpoint button while it's ground grabbed it and you're off but conventional discrimination modes personally i don't go below 88 on the ground balance no okay all right uh, I think there's no other questions coming out. Mike Jones just came on. Uh, how do you overcome mineralization, especially on beaches where we get loads of coke dust and lumps? The beaches, the the dry sand is not really a big problem. You can use your conventional discrimination modes or search modes on that. But when you're on the wet sand, once again, wet sand gives a target ID of around 26, which is kind of near your coke again so you have to use a a wet sand ground balance mode so if you go into gb and scroll down it says beach yes or no so if you're on the wet sand just hit the yes button and that changes the ground balance parameters on the beach Mm. but black sand 
that's a totally different thing. That's that's really highly mineralized, yeah. and that's a tough cookie to detect on. Oh well. But just if you're on the wet sand, just make sure you've got the, the the beach enabled, or on the ORX, just press and hold the hashtag button on the top right, and you'll see salt come up, which is the wet beach setting. Well, there we go. All right. I hope that guys. I hope that works for you guys. Um, I'm gonna. Uh, Gary, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's always a pleasure having you on. I love bringing you on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm definitely going to have you on a couple more times before we actually get over to uh, the uh, charity event, and uh, we'll be talking again. Uh, make sure you guys do a search for the Rodney Cook Memorial Hunt on uh, Facebook, and you can find uh, Gary uh, online at XP Metal Detectors. So you can find him there. And uh, what was your uh, what was the website to actually find the videos? You know the uh, the school. Oh, the XP Metal Detector Skill School, which yeah. is my own channel, which is. Gardansolin, it's G-A-R-D-A-N-S-O-L-Y-N. Or it would be a lot easier just to Google Metal Detector Skill School and they'll come up. There you go. I know I learned most everything that I know from Gary himself right on there. So head on over and check out the XP Skill School and uh, it'll be something great for you. Yeah, new video went up a couple of hours ago, which is on the Deus Reactivity Oh, awesome. I'll definitely be checking that out, uh, especially since i got to get all my stuff back up and running again. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Gary, as always, it's been a pleasure having you on to the show, and uh, we'll definitely be talking to you again really soon uh, prior to the memorial coming up. Absolutely. We'll take care. Look after yourself, man, and thanks to everyone for listening in and supporting XP. We really appreciate it. And um, just drop me a line if you need anything. All right. We definitely will. All right. Speak to you soon. Bye for now. Bye. And that was Gary, XP Gary, excuse me, uh, from uh, XP Metal Detectors. Really great guy. Love having him on the show. As always, uh, make sure you guys uh, give the hashtag, hashtag MI6 for a chance to win an MI6 Metal Detector, a pinpointer, excuse me, from XP Metal Detectors. Um, So we will definitely uh, be giving that out today. I'm waiting on uh, producer Luke to give me the name of the winner. It will be announced and uh, we are going to be moving forward. I'm going to be bringing in uh, Kevin Whitmore uh, in just a second. I want you to know about him. Uh, he has been using an o, uh, the XPORX for a while, and uh, so we're going to be talking about it, how it is actually working out on the field for him. Um, I do not... Uh, boy, I just called the wrong one. <laughs> uh, I do not actually know how it works, and it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be really good to actually get an idea of how it's working out on the field. Uh, Gary is, uh, excuse me, Kevin's been using the ORX for a while, and uh, I'd like to go ahead and introduce uh, onto the show Kevin Whitmore. Thank you for coming onto the show, Kevin. How's everything going? Kevin, are you on the line? Yep, can you hear me now? Oh, yeah, I got you now. <laughs> yep. 
technology. Yeah, isn't it great? <laughs> Fantastic. Just when you want it to work, it doesn't. Exactly. That's the problem with technology. Uh, you know, I'm doing actually good today. Last live show, I was really having a struggle, but today seems to be going a lot smoother. Uh, so how's the weather? How's the hunting going over there in the UK for you? Yeah, not too bad. We've had uh, pretty mixed weather the last few weeks. Uh, we've had some lovely sunshine, which puts you into false hope with spring. But um, the last few days have been a bit chilly again. But obviously, uh, there's a lot of hardened detectorists out there who don't really mind. They're out there with their woolly hats and jackets. <laughs> Good old British weather, as they say. Well, you know, uh, you know, us outsiders, we always think of British weather as always raining. So I guess if it's not raining, I guess that's always a plus. <laughs> yep. Do you know what? Uh, I think if it's a bit chilly, a bit frosty, that's not a problem. But it's the rain. The rain is not nice. It just makes everything damp, muddy, and awful. Yeah, it is. Especially, no, the one thing that I do like about the rain is the day after the rain, it always makes for really good detecting uh, that, that yes. <laughs> moisture in the ground just really elevates the reactivity of the metals. I love it. But, uh, yeah. That's it. And, and everything smells nice, clean, and fresh, ready for you to dig as well. Definitely does. Now, you're using the uh, the XPORX, or the ORCs, as people call it. How's that working out? Fan fantastic. Um, I mean, to give you a bit of background, I mean, I, I first started detecting about 37 years ago. My uh, my dad came home one day with the metal detector. I think I was about 13 years old and said, oh, you ought to try this. And uh, I went off with a few friends, and uh, I've been sort of on and off ever since, really. Um, in the last last few years, I've spent uh, a few a few years living on a little Greek island. And uh, last Christmas, our daughter had a, a little baby, so we got a granddaughter. So we've come back to the UK, and again looking to hook up again with the hobby. Um, I spent, like a lot of people do, probably hours and hours researching for a, for a metal detector to use. And uh, I chose a couple, made a couple of mistakes, and then. There was this lovely glossy ad staring at me on the pages of a few magazines for the ORX from XP, and uh, obviously XP have got a hell of a reputation, especially oh, yeah. with Bias. Um, and that that was it for me. I was hooked, and uh, I bought one, and uh, I think that was back in early November, and haven't looked back since. Really. Oh, that's fantastic! Now uh, we just had uh, Gary B on, and uh, he says it's basically a turn on and go machine. Is that accurate? That, that That is basically, I mean, to be honest with you, I looked at the dais and I, I like to be a little bit different. Um, and uh, obviously the dais has been out for a long time, very, very capable machine, and it's got a hell of a following. And for, for, my, for myself, I, I just uh, thought of it like XP wouldn't bring a machine out that um, is, is, is obviously not going to be up to scratch today. And yeah, there's a lot of technology out there now. And I just thought, you know what, I'm sure that's going to have some of the dais... Uh, finer points in it and lo and behold it certainly has but it's it's from, from my point of view i suppose put in, in layman's terms it's a simplified dais and you know my brain's older it doesn't work so fast um it, it, it has worked out a treat um as gary said it's got uh, four factory presets two of them um straight from the dais and proven proven programs it makes life easier but uh, it is a tweakable machine, very simply tweakable and, and understandably tweakable, which I think makes a difference, you know, because there's a lot of guys who uh, who only get to detect every uh, every few weeks or, you know, at the weekends. And, they yeah. need to, you know, it's nice to be able to learn slowly with a machine that allows you to learn slowly. And I believe the RX allows you to do that. Yeah. Now, um, 
once you pick that up, you, what about any other machines? What other experience have you had on other machines? Um, and uh, that really shows you that the ORX has really exceeded every one of them. Um, I, I used to use uh, a good old British make, which uh, I had several of them over the years. Um, I always thought they were a little bit... Um, behind with the technology uh, but very capable machines and and as I said you know the XP technology is there with the wireless and uh, and the weight of the thing it's just like waving a wand around it really is mm. and it, it is slightly lighter than the dais because it's got a new uh, preformed plastic stem that they've produced which wow. has sh shaved a few ounces off it I mean it's certainly not heavy at all and you know I have noticed that we've got quite a lot of uh, older guys in our group who have suffered over the years with their shoulders and arms and backs and they find it quite refreshing to use um, you know no fatigue at all and you can go out all day yeah that's always that's always been one of the pluses for the uh the dais that i really like it is an extremely light machine and that's really good for me and my upper back uh problems but uh it's been it's you could swing it all day. It is yeah. that light. I mean, I think it's 2.4 pounds is what it was. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a very, very light machine. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it, you've done it all day. So you know what it's like. I mean, when I, I used to take my old, my old machine out, you certainly knew you'd been doing it all day the next day, but, uh, with the RX, no, no problem at all. Yeah. That's fantastic. Now, um, the the settings on it. Um, what kind of settings does the Oryx actually have set up in it? Okay, well, it comes with four factory presets, two two gold programs. Mm -hmm. um, you, I don't know if you're aware, but it, it has been marketed and it is marketed as a gold machine as well, because uh, obviously in a lot of other countries there's a lot of prospecting going on. Yeah. But it, it has two coin programs, Coin Fast and Coin Deep, which are from the Dais. Um, coin deep does exactly what it says uh, coin fast for more more for iron infested uh, areas um, I, I found that coin deep and upping the sensitivity it does make it quite lively and sparky but it tells a story you know if you you know i get my headphones on and i get in the field or or wherever i'm detecting and you can hear everything and it, it is fantastic if you get tuned into it, it's not for everybody not for the faint heart certainly you know all mm. the noises going on but um, <laughs> it, it is great and i love it and uh, you know my fines rate shot up when i got the orx wow um, uh, i'm not saying it's the best machine out there in the world because uh, i don't know which one is but I'm suited to it and it suits me and it works for me. And I think, you know, there's a lot to be said for that. And, uh, uh, yeah, that's how it works for me. Yeah, that's great. Uh, just had, uh, the Divi detector as he says that he's been having great finds since he switched to the RX as well, especially when he's using the deep default settings. Oh yes. No, he, he's, he's actually on our group. Yeah. He, 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 he does some fantastic videos and, uh, he, yeah, he's having great success with it. I have as well. You know, I've found things, um, that, I, that I dreamed of before. Um, recently, a lovely, lovely Viking stirrup mount. I love, I love finding vi Viking artifacts, and um, it was amazing uh, for several reasons. Uh, I took it to, a, to the local flow officer, and uh, he noted it as uh, quite unusual. So that, to me, is quite interesting. Um, yeah. I've got a pasture where I detect a lot, and it's turned up everything from Roman, Saxon, medieval, right up to Georgian. So. Um, 
you know, it's it's great for me. It's just around the corner as well, but the okay. Viking stuff I love. Okay, I'm packing my bag. I'm going to be over there in about two hours. Uh, so, <laughs> secret location. Of now, um, uh, what is it? Where was I? Uh, if you had had to pick a couple things, what are the top things that make you like the ORX the most? Do you know what I think? The way it's it's compactness, first of all, um, and the technology and the ability. Uh, it's just literally, as Gary said, you know, I can turn it on, press one button, and the wireless headphones are on, the 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 uh, the coils wireless, and away you go. And it is as simple as that. And for me, you know, that that is fantastic. And I'm sure for a lot of people, that's what they want when they go detecting. You know, as as I said earlier, you know, a lot of lot of people, you know, we all work all week and we get a few hours out possibly once a week or once or twice a month. And you, you don't want the hassle of setting a machine up. Yeah. You want to be able to press a button and away you go. And, you know, a lot of the guys on our group are in that situation. And, um, you know, a lot of them have taken to it. There's one or two who haven't. Um, but it's a learning curve. You know, it's different. If you've been using a machine for a few years, you know it inside out, and then all of a sudden you get a new one, you know it's going to be different. You have to give it a chance, and, yeah. and you have to learn its pros and cons. But um, for me, definitely, and I, I can speak for several of the others, you know, it's been a, it's been fantastic. Yeah, the uh, it's one of those things. That's why I love the XP Deus. Once I got it set up and I was saving my settings, I was just able to pick it up and go out. But it did take me about three months to learn the machine. Yeah. Uh, so and it sounds like the ORX is the exact uh, exact same thing except for the three month learning curve. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's much simpler and it works better with my brain, Lance. <laughs> <laughs> now you run the XPORX UK group on Facebook. Um, how did that come about? To be honest with you, again, Lance, I think I mentioned I got the my machine back in November and uh, I bought it. After I saw the lovely ad, and I just, as I said, you know, I've been reading about XP, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But the first thing I realised was there was there was nothing written about it because it was a new machine, and uh, I did struggle to find information. There was one or two pages from uh, I think they were Polish and Russian. Of course, not an easy language to understand. I could mm. watch the moving pictures; they were great. <laughs> so after Christmas, I thought do you know what, I'm going to start a Facebook group. I've never done it before. Um, I've got a little bit of time to spare, and I, I sort of started it off. A couple of people joined straight away, and it's sort of grown slowly. Um, very friendly group. I think we've got about 255 members today. Um, it seems to have grown quite quickly in the last week. I think that might have something to do with Detective Bill. As, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's certainly created a bit more interest in the hobby. Um, and there's a lot of people interested in the ORX as well. You know, I'm not saying there's 255 users of the ORX. There's a lot of people who are interested in it and mm -hmm. want to see what it does. Yeah. I'm sure you know, Lance, everybody's looking for that golden machine that's going to find them that special find. <laughs> yeah, it took me it took me four machines before I got to the Deus and the Rudus, and uh, uh, I'm loving where I'm at, so I don't think I'm going to be moving on. <laughs> no, no, and I probably won't. I mean, I suppose... For me, um, you know, I'm, I'm loving it. I, I hope in my heart of hearts that uh, XP perhaps will be um, doing some upgrades for it, some updates. They do it for the dais. I'm sure there is facility to do it. Um, mm. uh, you, you know, never say never. I'm sure there will be. They'll, they'll keep us waiting. But uh, when it comes out, it'll be good. 
Um, but otherwise, um, perhaps later on, I, I may progress to a Deus. I don't know. But at the moment, I'm certainly very happy with the RX, and there's a lot of people who are, and it's creating a lot of interest. And I did hear today, funnily enough, that uh, a lot of the dealers were out of uh, stock, which tells me it has been very popular. Yeah, it definitely has. Uh, Gary did did mention that it has been um, uh, extremely popular. It's really picking up in the UK, he said, uh, yes. lately. And, yes, um, it definitely 100%. You know, the, the Divi Detectorist uh, you, you mentioned earlier, I mean, mm -hmm. he does some fantastic videos. And now I've noticed there are one or two people using the ORX, and they've got getting quite a following. And uh, as I said, you know, from my point of view, you know, we work, we want to pop out on the field if we get a chance once a week, twice a month, whatever. And to be able to just, you know, flick the LRX on and away you go, yeah, fantastic. Um, but um, it does give you that little option of uh, tweaking it yourself. But um, and then saving the programs as well. You, you know, there's two slots where you can save your tweaked programs. Which, which is nice, you know, it makes it a bit more personal for you. Yeah, exactly. That's what I like about uh, the Deus as well. I got my own personal program. I got the GDA mode on there, and that's the one I usually go with. Uh, just to let everybody know, uh, producer Luke has just announced the competition is closed. That means we are going to be uh, choosing the lucky winner of the XPMI6 real soon. Uh, as soon as he sends me the name that's going into a randomizer, and that's going to be coming out really soon. As soon as he sends me that name, I'm going to be announcing it on the show. So good luck to everybody. And I just 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 add, I got an MI6 pinpoint myself a few weeks ago. Absolutely game changer as well. Yeah, that's what I heard. Now, uh, that that's a good question now that you bring that up. The MI6, is there a connectivity between the MI6 and the ORX? Yep. Uh, with the with the MI6, yep. Obviously, you turn it on, same as the Deus. It switches your audio off on the LRX, which is fantastic. Uh, and uh, again, you can you can uh, set it up using your remote. Um, very very handy. Um, I, I used to have a uh, what do you call them? I think people call them the the orange carrot. Uh, the carrot carrot. That's it. And uh, you know the interference use I used to get with my uh, RX was it wasn't a major problem, but it was there. But uh, since I've had the MI6, fantastic. You turn it on, the RX remote goes off, and away you go. It's absolutely fantastic. A great addition. And uh, I, I noticed the other day, um, I think it was uh, LP um, advertised the uh, new holder that L uh, I think XP are bringing out that attaches to the RX that so you can put your MI6 pinpointer on as well. Yeah, that's that's something I'm really excited for. Uh, the MI6 is something I really do want to get myself as well. Um, oh, yeah. You must get one, Lance. Yeah, I just—I actually just broke down and ended up buying the cheapest one I could recently. I wish I could actually put my name in for the drawing this week, but... <laughs> you sure? Are you sure you haven't? <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. <laughs> Pro Producer Luke is making sure I do not put my name in. That's why I have changed my name to Scotty B, Divi Detectorist, Mark Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's going to be – we're going to be uh, announcing the winner in five minutes. Uh, just let everybody know, five minutes we're going to be announcing the winner. Now, uh, we did have a question. Um, uh, who was it? It was uh, Marky uh, – Lukey Boy uh, wanted to know, what was the most interesting find that you've got to date? Well, to be honest with you, um, not everybody's thing, but I found a lovely – Viking stirrup mount a few months ago. Um, it, it's uh, 
it's come back 1,050 uh, to 1,100. Very unusual. Wow. Uh, the flow officer has, has actually noted that it's an interesting find, um, not one that's been seen before because the animal that's depicted on it is quite unusual and facing another way to which they usually face. Um, and unfortunately, that's about all I can say on the map because I'm not particularly brilliant on, uh, uh, you know, um, identifying finds. That's a whole new ball game. Um, but I, I suppose for me, that's my favourite find. I, I love Viking things, and uh, I suppose on my wish list would be to find a lovely axe head or something like that. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, I mean, coins fantastic, and you know, I've found. Lots of hammers with my RX. It seems to be very, very good at picking hammers up and small coins. Quite a few Roman coins as well. But for me, the artifacts are the things I love to find. And uh, anything Viking, really, that's that's my thing. And you know, we we all have our thing we like. Uh, I hope to find some more. But the axe head would be the icing on the cake, I think, for me. Yeah, it would definitely be something that's really great. Uh, I do live in Germany, and we do have a lot of history over here as well. And um, I've only been able to find axe heads that go back to the 1800s uh, right. be because the metal piece or the handle was in broke, so they just threw it away. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have been told they used to bury them as well. Um, as offerings to the gods so you never know we might stumble across a little uh, site where they've buried a few together that'd be fantastic <laughs> now uh this uh, spring detectable that just happened did you see uh any of the news of the uh the horde that was found uh, out there i do mention this quite a bit but uh oh um... yeah i mean it was you know it's phenomenal i mean i think it's absolutely fantastic for the hobby and you know to be one of those guys who found it you know, I was watching it live, and there was a lot of people reporting on it, and it makes the hair stand up on your neck. You know, if you love the hobby like I do, you know, I yeah. really do love it. I mean, it is my hobby. Um, there's, there's nothing else. I'm not interested in football or anything like that. Detecting is my thing and, and artifacts. But to, to have been there to witness it, um, you sort of, like, live it through the guys who are... Who are they're expressing themselves on the videos and, you know, the people who are videoing it as well, the excitement, you can feel it. It's fantastic. Yeah. And it was all over the, the internet that weekend. And, you know, it is absolutely fantastic. And uh, it just, it's nice for us, for us mere mortals as well, because it just proves that, you know, there's plenty more out there to find and you just never know what's going to turn up next. <laughs> yeah, you'd never do. And Scotty, uh, we had uh, Scott Dubay was out there last weekend and he shared a video just recently. I need to get that onto uh, the GDA website, but uh, really beautiful just seeing it from the different angles and seeing oh, them just tearing up the ground, getting these out of there, seeing the pieces of the pottery and the golden, um, what, are, what are they called? The gold... Uh, nobles nobles <laughs> see i yes. don't know i don't know british i don't know uk currency that no, well. <laughs> to be honest with you lance you know like i say it's uh it's a whole new thing you know the identifying the finds and there's some very cl clever people out there. we're very lucky we've got uh, i belong to a club and uh, we used to have a flow officer he's the find liaison officer for the local uh, council yeah. he very kindly helps us identify you know if, if somebody finds something they want to know what it is he will identify but i think Anything gold you find is, you know, and an old gold has got that lovely colour to it. You know, it's not like modern gold that's sort of like a bit, you, do you know what I mean, bright and sparkly. The old gold's proper, dark, yeah. yellowy. Yeah. It must be absolutely fantastic to pull something out of the ground that's yeah. been in there, you know, that, that long. Um, and, and another thing, Lance, as well, I'm sure, 
you probably thought this. It always makes me wonder how it got there. Yeah. Who put it there? Who was the person who buried all those coins? That's that's my favorite. Buried? That's my favorite part of this hobby. I love the yeah. story, the hows, the whys. Yes. Um, uh, that's uh, my oldest. My best one was a. Uh, uh, medieval pendant from the times of the Crusades. So um, it had, oh, wow. it had nice. actually the skull and crossbones from the Crusaders on the bottom oh, of it. And um, it just, it just made me wonder how it ended up in this field that I ended up digging it up a thousand. I think it was a, I think it was just under a thousand years, 900 yeah. years, something like that later. Um, love finding these kind of things. And then I start thinking about how it got there or, um, I did a story on one of Scott Dubay's finds and uh, made an entire podcast out of it and talked about how that coin ended up there from the time of the Roman age. It's just amazing. I love it. Yeah. No, that, that, that for me is such a big part of it. And you know, that, that is what interested me in the hobby to start with, you know, archeology span and history and stuff like mm -hmm. that. It, it, it is so amazing, you know, and, um, I don't know if you ever got to watch the series we had over here called the detectorists. Oh yeah. See that when uh, when he said we're the close closest thing to time travelers. Yeah, <laughs> it does make me smile. But yep. uh, yeah, it, it's true, really. Um, it is amazing, and there must be so much, you know, so much more to be discovered. And uh, I hope I do discover something like uh, like last week, and that'd be a lovely thought. But yeah. as I say, the axe head will do me. Yeah, <laughs> well, it'll definitely do me. Uh, one of my favorite shows that came out of the UK that really got me into this hobby uh, was uh, Time Team. And, oh yes, and uh, I love watching that, and I think that's what actually originally got me into this uh other than you know my uh military background ptsd is actually what got me out there i suffer from problems from the uh, war and yep. um this has actually really helped me out a whole lot and yep. uh um so yeah uh, time team was one of those shows that i just really loved uh watching and, and seeing the history and then they talk about how it was at those times it just makes your brain really wrap around everything doesn't it? Doesn't it? Yep. It is. I mean, it, it, even my wife, um, you know, when, when I started back in the office, she when I come back home, she wants to know what I found and, and has truly got an interest in it as well. So much so that we now, when we do get a chance, we go off to look at uh, exhibit, exhibitions and things. We went to one recently at um, where was it? Norwich Castle. They had a big Viking exhibition weekend on there. And uh, it uh, they were ex exhibiting some of the hordes that have been found over the years, the silver hordes and the jewellery and stuff. And it is absolutely phenomenal. It really is. And uh, I think if I had my time again, I'm 53 now, and uh, I've been in the building trade and the motor trade, but I think if I was young again and I had the choice, I might have been an, I might be an archaeologist. You know? <laughs> yeah. You're only three year, uh, five years older than me, so you're still young. Don't make me feel old, too. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, yeah, no, that, that, that is it. The history part of it is, is just as important as going out with the detect, you know, and, and then knowing why, hows, and the ifs, and what, what it's doing there. And, you know, going back to the pasture that I detect on, it just amazes me that all these different areas come up in the same spot, you know, within, within 100 metres of each other, the Roman, Viking, Saxon, medieval, Georgian. It is amazing. It just makes you wonder why. And, you know, I still really don't know. Yeah. Um, has the dirt been put there from somewhere else? I live on a farm. Um, so, you know, that, that could have happened. You just don't know. Um, but 
Uh, I think Gary uh, Gary always jokes when he's doing his videos, these field of dreams, and this is really my field of dreams, you know, because I can pop in there, I can come back with a Georgian coin one day, and another day I can come back with a little Roman coin. It's fantastic. Yeah, I'm hoping to get some really good uh, permissions here. I'm in a, we just, me and the wife moved to a new town last year, and uh, so with my injury and everything, I wasn't able to get out, so I'm hoping I'm going to be able to get some really good permissions this year and get some... Uh, oh, Good and share them and share them with us <laughs> yeah definitely will i usually uh do my videos live on facebook so anybody who wants to they can watch them as i actually dig them up out of the ground oh excellent oh, well i'll be i'll be adding you and uh keeping an eye out okay well hey uh you know i love talking i love chatting with you uh, uh where can we find out some more information on you do you have a youtube channel do you have any place that these people can find you Okay, the Facebook page we, we've set up is XP ORX UK Detecting. Um, there's one or two of us that do a few videos. I've tried to do a few. I'm certainly not in Gary's league yet, but we all start <laughs> somewhere. I do it with an iPhone, and I, I find I haven't got enough hands and fingers. Well, so, Gary outsources as well. So <laughs> <laughs> We're very lucky because Gary um, Gary has quite an input on our page and shares a lot with us, you know, yeah. obviously. Um, which is fantastic because he's a bit of a legend and yeah. uh, you know very 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 knowledgeable guy and uh, we're very pleased that he shares information with us and um, I know he's going to be doing a few more videos um, but like you said you know you turn the machine on you go there's only so many things you can do but uh, we, we seem to make make uh, lots of conversations between us we share our finds there's lots of RX talks so anybody looking to uh, to move to an RX you know please come along join our group have a look um, we're very friendly. Everybody's friendly there. Uh, there's all different levels and competence of detecting. You know, we've got very people who detect all the time. There's there's a couple of guys I know who need to go every day, and uh, we've got guys who are just starting out. So it's a very friendly group, and very useful for anybody who is uh, looking to go to an RX or even an XP product. You know, because we've got a few DAS users as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've joined as well. So if you got questions about the days, feel free to give me a buzz. I'll definitely give you uh, some input on my side as well um there's always gary and you got kevin as well who knows the xp products or can get you in touch with somebody who does as well okay lance thank you very much well thank you very much for having me on make sure you yep. guys check out his facebook group that's xp orx uk okay thanks right. thank you very I much kevin waffled on too much but uh, no. enjoyed the chat. thank you <laughs> thank you we'll talk to you later okay bye-bye and that was Kevin Whitmore. Great guy. I love having him on the show. That was a really great talk. Uh, now, I know this is the one thing that everybody is waiting on. Everybody is waiting on the announcement of the winner. I know what you're doing. I know exactly what you guys want me to announce. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to kind of announce this. Uh, now, uh, this, the way there, we're going to be doing a couple giveaways over the course of the next couple months. So don't think that if you didn't win today, that this was the last thing, make sure you keep checking in. And I really, really love the fact that you guys are listening to the podcast. If you don't know who I am, my name is Lance Goolsby. I'm an American. I live in Germany and, uh, I'm metal detect over here. I had a, I went to the war in 2003 in Iraq and I suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder. And uh, found that metal detecting helps me out extremely well. And um, so I started doing this and uh, we will um, 
Yeah, and so we will uh, be, excuse me, and uh, so I've been doing this since 2012 uh, and slowly learning, and through this podcast, I get to meet a lot of uh, really fun people just like you guys, and uh, now that we've got a production team on this, uh, we are actually... um, you know, uh, reaching more and more people. And, uh, I thank you so much. Uh, now, uh, if you want to, there is a link where you can go to facebook.com forward slash arch MD mag. Um, and you can actually find, uh, who it was who actually won, uh, the winner of the MI six pinpointer is Aggie hall out of the United States. Uh, Congratulations, Aggie. Uh, if you are listening in, uh, let me know. Uh, that's a great, great uh, pinpointer that you've gotten. Uh, <laughs> and Luke is constantly writing me right now. It is, yes, Aggie Hall, mate, and thank you so much. <laughs> All right, she's out of the United States. I've actually talked with her a couple of times. I know she's a very active metal detector up there, I believe, in the northern eastern states. So uh, congratulations, Aggie. That's a great pinpointer that you got. Uh, make sure you guys head on over to my website. That's gdapod.com. Uh, on there, you'll find a calendar of uh, all my upcoming guests and uh, places that are open uh, to record. If anybody wants to come on the show or if you have any recommendations to come on to the show, uh, feel free to give me a buzz. That's Lance at gdapod. And uh, give me a recommendation to somebody that you'd like to have onto the show. We'll definitely get them on. We provide live shows and we also have recorded shows that will be coming out Mondays. Uh, So make sure you check that. If you don't already subscribe to us on iTunes, Spreaker, on Spotify, or on Google, make sure you do so. And uh, you'll get those brand new episodes whenever they come out. And uh, that's it from me, everybody. Uh, You know, this has been a really, really great show. I love talking with you guys. Um, And so, yeah, this is thank you so much for coming by and uh, actually listening to me yap and yammer with uh, people from around the world. And I want to thank every single one of you for coming in and uh, listening as I did that. Uh, And thanks again to every single one. Uh, of the guys uh, that came in and talked with me, XP Gary and to Kevin Whitmore. Thank you so much for coming in and talking. It was a really great show. Make sure that you guys listen up uh, this coming Monday. I'm going to have an interview with Scotty B, who was out on the field when uh, the horde was actually found. So that's going to be a real fun talk, and we're going to see exactly what he found while he was out there as well. Scotty B's a great guy, and uh, I look forward to listening to this one. All right, until next time, as I always say, we'll see you guys out on the field. Let's dig it up, y'all. <laughs>